live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 3rd. Hit the internet's on August 4th. I had to do that like five times. I kept saying April. Uh, you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and always follow me 24 hours a day at BrianBuck13. How's everyone? How was everyone's weekend? Mine was great. Thank you. Uh, summer's coming to an end. It's already August. You missed out on everything. What did you do? All those things you thought you were going to do, you never did. You fooled yourself. You lied to yourself. And now look at you. You're gearing up for the winter already, aren't you? Well, maybe that's a little premature. But you're 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 recognizing that summer's over. You're saying it's another year, right? I didn't do what I wanted to do. Soon I'll be dead. Okay, let's not be so goddamn morbid. Uh, my weekend, my weekend was good. Thank you for asking. Uh, I saw some family members. Went to some. Uh, saw some friends I hadn't seen in a while. A friend from Australia was here. It's good. Excuse me, but we have a lot to talk about today. We have to talk about the two New York baseball teams, of course. Some of the players on those teams. We'll talk about the New York Jets and Sheldon Richardson, their linebacker who is he, he's doing bad things. I mean, he, he made the things even worse by not telling anyone about the bad things. He kept the bad things a secret. Never a good thing. A lot of things. Uh, we'll also do a little other football. Um... Yeah, I don't know what else we'll talk about today. We'll talk about a few things. Why not? What the hell? We're off to a rousing start, right? We'll talk about things. Lots of things. Things, things. Uh, saw my... Um, you heard me speak a few podcasts ago about my sister-in-law, who is now a Mets fan. And I said that she was maybe being brainwashed. And at the time, maybe I thought maybe she was. But she did something this weekend when I saw her and her fiancé. They came to the great city of New Haven where it's full of Yale students and elm trees and torsos. I mean, this is New Haven. You find legs, arms, and a torso all in three different spots. But it's a homeless guy, so no one really cares that much. If it were some Yale student, that'd be a bigger deal. But I'll tell you, she she caught, did something that really caught my attention. I was talking with her fiancé uh, about baseball and she sort of came, and I forget what the exact conversation was, but she jumped in and said, yeah, that player has, has, you know, maybe it's something about the yips. And I was just talking to him, and then I just sort of stopped mid-sentence. I said, wow, this girl, this woman, who has never really said much to me about baseball before the last time I saw her, is now referencing the yips. I thought, you know what? This She's learning. This is not being brainwashed. This is learning. And I was quite impressed. I even said it to her. I said, you are impressive. And you know what? They are big Mets fans, and they went to the game last night, which was Sunday night. And we'll start with the Mets. So, for you Mets fans that are listening, you obviously didn't jump off that ledge after the Ruben, the Ruben, yes, the, the Wilmer Flores game. I was going to say Ruben Tejado. Wilmer Flores game. You're still with us. And remember I told you? I said, keep the faith. And if you did, well, even if you didn't, it's, the results are the results. So, a wise man once said that. The Mets, and you know, who knows what will happen by the time you actually listen to this podcast, but at this time, at 8 o'clock on Monday night on August 3rd, the Mets are in first place. They are tied with the Nationals. Just amazing performances from, I mean, Lucas Duda. Uh, he hits home runs. He's got a big swing and dick, and he hits home runs. That's what he does. I mean, Jesus, man. He just, he, he, all he does, when he gets a hit, he hits a home run. 
And the pitching's been superb. Syndergaard, DeGrom, Harvey. And I just saw right now that they're up 3-0 with Michael Conforto's first career home run. So good for the Mets, you know. And I even heard on uh, sports radio today, and you see it on Twitter, Yankee fans, Jesus. You've had enough success in your freaking lives. I don't care if you're 16 years old, you've had enough success. Let the Met fan be. Do you really have to attack them? People calling up WFAN saying, oh, these Met fans, are, you know, they need to calm down. Get the fuck. Let them breathe. Let them breathe. Let, let them experience something after everything they've gone through the last six years, man, seven years. Christ almighty. People are such salty babies. That's a Yankee fan to the Yankee universe. So, listen up there. But here we are. I mean, yes, they have been playing the National League East where they do have a very good record. They're playing the Marlins now. These are the games you got to win, though. You can only beat the teams on your schedule. Cliche radio. Uh, Yankees, what's going on with them? Hey, they continue to do well. They continue to hit home runs at a just frantic pace. Well, score runs, I should say, but some of them are home runs. Mark Teixeira is playing out of his mind. Stephen Drew is threatening. Let's see. I didn't actually see a lot of the game yesterday. Did he actually reach the 200s? I know he was up in the 190s, which is basically like he's Ted Williams in his mind. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Research, Brian. Research. We got Stephen Drew. He's 199. Oh, that son of a bitch. 199. He's almost there. He is almost a real ball player. He's almost a real ball player. Good for him, huh? Good for him. Oh, by the way, yeah, the Mets. Before we move on from the Mets so quickly, Mets picked up some big, a big player on the trade deadline. Ioannis Cespedes, who's now played for four teams in like three years, which is a little weird. I mean, I realize he was the trade bait to go to Oakland to get John Lester. And I know it wasn't great in Boston. And the Tigers, I guess, you know, they sort of just gave up on the season and got rid of him. I don't know. It could be no deal, big deal at all, but that sort of, I don't know, rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why. Maybe I'm the only one who has an issue with it. But uh, it's strange that the Mets got him, not only because the Mets don't make big moves. I mean, Tyler Clipper is nice, but... I didn't think they were getting you on assessment because there was a from the sports wing of St. Peter's Square we were told Cespedes wasn't coming here. That's uh that's the way it is. And I can confirm for you now that uh the Mets and Cespedes is out. So that is out. So I don't know where it went, it doesn't matter, it's out. There's no Cespedes. So he is off the list. So it'll now be elsewhere. So it will not be him. So you can scratch him off. Listen, I did some checking, and uh, that report was accurate, or the reports were accurate. Uh, he is off the list, so uh, we'll see who else. They can't all be winners. What can you say? So Yuenas Cespedes will add a much-needed bat to that lineup. What do you know? You know, maybe, maybe, they're, maybe the Mets got something going. Even though only a few days ago, they, everyone was on that ledge thinking that life would be better if they took that leap. Here we are, August 4th. Boy, you, you ready to go down the Canyon of Heroes. Let's, let's find some happy medium, guys, all right? I, I know the ownership sucks, and I know that they've made your life a living hell, make you want to rip your hair out. I get it. But come on, let's just let's find a happy medium. And this isn't to all Met fans, but some. The ones that go crazy. The great Met fans, like my sister-in-law and her fiancé, they're realistic. And by the way, next time you're in the app store, Check out their app called Pix. It's like a schedule uh, that you, the, a planner. I always use, I used to use my notepad all the time on my iPhone, but it plans everything for you. You can save it. You can share it with other people. Very good app. It's called Pix, as in P 
P-I-C-K-S. And they're on Twitter at It's Picks. I'm not getting any money for this. I'm being a nice guy. That's all. So that's our plug for them. Uh, the Yankees, um, there was also an interesting thing that came out about the Yankees today. It had nothing to do with what was going on in their field of play. Alex Rodriguez, who continues to have an amazing year, uh, it's rumored, and nothing was confirmed, I think it was, I think Neil Best in Newsday broke this, that he will, or he was offered to be an analyst for Fox if, for some reason, the New York Yankees don't make the World Series. And I tell you, those those damn Blue Jays in their division, I don't know. I thought I, they got Tulowitzki, and for some reason, I ignorantly always undermine Troy Tulowitzki just because he played out in Denver. I always think he's not a real player. Like, you know, Stephen Drew's becoming a real player. I just feel like Tulowitzki, he's, he's fugazi, man. And that's it's stupid on my part. I realize that. I, I think once I get to see him play more against the Yankees and everything, I'm going to appreciate the guy a lot more. I just don't like his obsession with the Yankees. It's weird when you're a Major League Baseball player going to other games, and he's made it quite known that he wanted to play for the Yankees. He's a Jeter fanboy. It's understandable. We all are in our hearts. He's an amazing man who will gravitate to heaven when that day comes. But Tulowitzki, he, he's obsessed, and I don't know. It's just, just strange. But then I got David Price, and I thought, okay, you know, big deal. The Yankees have a great ERA. Uh, well, they have a good batting average. It's his highest ERA in the entire American League is against the Yankees. And then you see the Yankees pitching staff start to crumble a little bit. You got Pineda, who's always hurt, now in the DL for a month. You got Tanaka's arm, who could blow up at any minute. He's still pitching great, but that could that that is like a swinging. Uh, I was going to say a pendulum, but that wouldn't cut your head off. It, you know, swinging guillotine almost, just ready to happen. Give him the surgery. I'm still. I guarantee you. I. Guarantee you, if he were to get hurt, all the naysayers will come up. He should have got the surgery. Put him in the straight coat. Put him in there. Put him under. Take a cut him up. <sighs> Ivan Nova, he's, he's having arm issues. I guess dead arm, tired arm. It's still his spring training because he missed the whole part of the first half of the season. And CC Sabathia stinks. He is no longer the horse. That we came to expect. He's a pony now. He's not even a pony. He's he's a baby. He's a baby pony, right? Maybe. The Blue Jays are kind of scaring me. I don't like that. And the Royals, they look solid. They picked up Cueto, and they oh Jesus, who else did they pick up? Um, Cueto and uh, is it Zobrist? I mean Zobrist, good player, versatile. But Johnny Cueto adding him to the team. They're going for it. I'm glad. I like to see the small market teams go for it. So the Yankees are going to have to mess with them. And they're still the Astros. They're not as hot as they used to be, but they're, they're still playing well. Uh, but back to Alex Rodriguez, what I was originally saying is that he was offered a spot to do this with Fox. Now, we all know how I feel about Alex Rodriguez. I don't want to make it the whole show. Uh, you know, so the papers. But he he could be anyone, all right? He could be any steroid guy. I get the appeal when you have a personality like him. Because you know what? People are going to watch. People are going to tune. They go, because they love him. Man, I love A-Rod. This is great. They're giving him a shot. Or they hate A-Rod. Boy, he is a piece of you-know-what. I would love to just see how phony he is. And I can hate watch and get angry. And you know what? Fox is thinking that too. And they're saying, hey, watch the pregame. Watch the analysis from this guy that is polarizing. Hey, and maybe you'll stay and watch the game. Because if you haven't noticed, World Series ratings have plummeted. They have been down a lot the last few years 
And if you think I'm wrong, just ask at Eli's Elite on Twitter. He uh, he loves the baseball rating games, and he loves when baseball is down. It's it's his pastime. Baseball's our national pastime. That's his pastime. Gotta love Eli's Elite, though. If you want a breakdown of every Mike Francesa show, that is the Twitter handle to follow. Eli's Elite. Uh but I wanted, the other way I wanted to look at the Alex Rodriguez thing, like I said, if he were any other steroid guy, it wouldn't matter. If he was Barry Bonds to me, that's a real bad look for baseball. I, don't, I know Alex has had a rebirth this year. He's got a different way of handling things. His PR is different. He looks like he's all about the team. Listen, the guy's done a 180 when it comes to his image in many people's minds. Still, people will despise him, and it's understandable, but... He's changed a lot of people. That's a bad look. He's one of the biggest stars ever. He just came off a 162-game suspension. Whether you like him now or not, he still came off of that. And I don't care if his name's Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, any of that. It's not a good look for baseball. But he's a person that gets lots of opinions every way. So I I get it. I get it. Uh, Put my beer down here. I'm drinking a... uh, the famous Narragansett. If you live in New England, you know about Narragansett Ale. Uh, is it ale? It's lager. Boy, maybe you should know a little more too then, Brian. It's made on honor, and it's sold on merit. That's what it says. So you, you figure it's lots of uh, old Rhode Island men stinking of the sea, wearing Carhartt clothes every day, canning the beer and... Just living that old sea life, whatnot. And then you look at the... You look at the... Well, okay, he says here, Hi, neighbor. Since 1890, we've been brewing our award-winning classic lager, the original recipe that our founders perfected. It's no surprise that Gansett has been the beer choice around here for more than a century. If you're not drinking Narragansett, you're not from New England. And then you go to the side of the beer. Narragansett Brewing Company, Rochester, New York. What the hell is that? <laughs> Uh, where is I going with this, though? Uh, but yeah, Alex Rodriguez is a polarizing figure, and somebody on Twitter, a lot of Twitter mentions today, huh? On Twitter, Rich Kaufman, who is a writer at BronxPinstripes.com, brought up a great point. He uh, he says, you know, you go to games, especially away games, well, most likely away games, um, and there is a large segment of people waiting for autographs near the Yankees dugout, very large. And I've been to two away games this year, and one that including Fenway when they played the Yankees and they're all waiting there for Alex Rodriguez and they and when he gets closer more people run over but then when he gets up to the plate they all boo it's it's like uh it's like the Maury show paternity test but in reverse you know the, the guy comes out they all boo then they find out he's not the father and they all cheer stop here's Jose Jose come on out are not. I'll tell you the Maury show, man. I was actually, I was not in the show. I was not a guest. I was. I've actually been to the Maury show before. Years ago, I was in the audience, uh, and it was. I want you know what I wanted. You wanted one of those paternity tests or the lie detector test, preferably paternity. But I'll take either because they're both batshit crazy. And what do I get? I get freaking family reunions. If I told this story before. I'm sorry, you're going to hear it again. Family reunions, though. How awful is that? And uh, I've never been to a talk show before. Maybe you've been to them before. Uh, but they're, they're so phony. Like, all the people, like, working there and everything have these signs that say, show emotion or cry here. So these people are reading these signs 
these commands to show certain emotions to play for television. Yeah, I get it. Television. It's show business. Understood. But, I mean, it, it was so bad. And we actually, me and my friends, we actually got warned for laughing while this woman was, like, talking about she'd never seen her kid any kid in 20 years. We all knew she did the reason they were there. It was going to reunite them. So it wasn't like we were being assholes. We were. But not in the, we weren't being mean assholes. So we actually got yelled at for that. But I'll tell you, Maury is a mean guy. He looks all consoling and everything on television. As soon as that camera goes off, he walks right away from the contest, contest the guest, and does not even say goodbye or anything. You know, oh, I'm glad we could bring you back together. Cut. Walks away. And then he, he threatened to fire one of the guys on the show. We don't need that shot, Dominic. We can just eliminate you. Maury, he doesn't play. He may look like he's playing when the results are in, but he doesn't play. And I got my Mori t-shirt and a slice of pizza and we sent us on our way. What an experience. What a show, huh? God. People have no respect for themselves. Brian, what are you talking about? You went to the show and, and, and allowed the people to be exploited. Shut up. Moving on. Defensive lineman for the New York Jets will miss the first four games this year for the New York Jets. Uh, he will miss the first four games because of marijuana. Tested positive for marijuana. And, okay, so he received that suspension in early July. And what happened after that, two weeks later, was he was allegedly road racing and going speeds up to 143 miles an hour in his Bentley and was charged with resisting arrest, uh, according to police reports. He had a loaded automatic weapon under the seat and, I think a semi-automatic weapon still, and included as a passenger in that 143-mile-an-hour hell chariot was a 12-year-old boy and place reeked dope. Dope. So my father calls weed. Weed, marijuana, pot. And... It's funny, he didn't tell anyone about it. He didn't tell the team. He So what happened was, he showed up at camp, first day, training camp, and says, I will not be a problem. I, told, I, I said, I apologize to my teammates in the organization. I told them, you don't have to worry about my name being in the news again. He said that in regards to the drug suspension. Not knowing that he was arrested... On July 14th, he just said this the other day, and then the news broke that it had been basically sealed or, or hidden, whatever the case may be, and then that all came out. What a fool. What a liar. <laughs> what Did he think that wasn't going to be known? I mean, I tell you, two defensive linemen in New York, him, Jason Pierre-Paul, are handling things. I mean, Pierre-Paul finally talked to Jerry Reese today, and supposedly it was a good conversation. That's really all we know from it, from Jerry Reese. But wait, can you be dumber and make the situations worse than these two have? Can you? I can't answer the question. No. Um, now, what happened was he said, uh, it says here, Richardson faces a 10-game suspension if he fails another drug test, something he vowed will not happen. Quote, I am not a dope fiend. I can say no. I just chose not to. Oh, 
So you, you looked at the weed, you said, I could roll this up and relax for a few hours, or I could uh, be suspended for four games. I chose to be suspended for four games. And it says I was in a depressing time in the off season. It's just that. And uh, supposedly there was a death in the family. And listen, that's not easy for anyone to go through. I mean, what a stupid statement, though. I just chose not to. Just shut up. Just say you made a mistake. Move on. Give us the cliche bullshit so we can say you're a good guy and not dissect every friggin' word you say like idiots on podcasts. I ain't worried about long term because when I get back on the field, it's going to be the same old Sheldon. Is that a good thing? Well, on the field it is, but is what we've seen this the same old Shelton? What is the same old Sheldon? A baller. Okay, well, that that works for him, then go for it. Then go for it. But the, the main thing that you haven't really even heard about this story is now that, I mean, this first broke. I'm going to move the chair here. I'm so, it's very hot in here, but my wife told me to stop talking about the sweating because no one wants to hear about your sweating anymore. So I, I will not, but I'll just say it's very hot. So It's hot. It is August 3rd, right? No, it's August 4th. It's August 3rd. Brian, you already gave the date. Uh, but with all that, that information, all the things that were he had done wrong, he didn't face any charges on the loaded gun, the car smelt of marijuana, and having the 12-year-old going 143 miles an hour, some sort of child endangerment thing. He was only actually issued traffic summonses and ordered to appear in St. Charles County Circuit Court on August 31st for arraignment on the charge of resisting arrest, a Class A misdemeanor. What, what happened to all the other things? What, the, what just happened? Where did that go? I'm completely confused. I do not know. There's been no talk of that either. Half all the bad things, they're just like, yeah, 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 we lost it. It's gone. Yeah, whoops. Nah, don't worry about that. You're a football player. It's okay. I have no idea what happened there, but that doesn't mean anything to the NFL because Roger Goodell just sort of sort of throws a dart at the wall when it comes to uh, getting in trouble. Doesn't have anything to do with arrests or. You can be arrested with nothing. Ben Roethlisberger did games four, four game suspension, and he wasn't even arrested. I don't know. There, who knows with Roger Goodell? He could just make shit, you know, fly out of his ass. Who knows what people will get suspended? There is no rule, and I get it. Every situation's different, but there has to be some sort of more consistent suspension uh, diagram that we're going to use when it comes to this. So. I don't expect expect the unexpected when the hammer comes down on Sheldon uh, Richardson. Uh, staying in football, uh, Chip Kelly, the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, has once again been well. He was once. We'll, we'll get into this whole thing. Was was once again deemed a racist. Basically, I mean, uh, Lashawn McCoy, and unfortunately, his all female party got shot down, which was quite shady, dude. All-female party, send the email, send your name, picture of you. Uh, there'll be a pickup point and drop-off point. You knew that there was... Roger Goodell was going to have the final word in that thing when it came to the suspension from all the charges and allegations that came out of that party because nothing good was coming out of that party. We all know that. But Chip Kelly, uh, he was deemed a racist by LaShawn McCoy when he was sent packing to Buffalo. And now another player has sort of well, made comments... Uh, Brandon Boykin 
is now a former Philadelphia Eagle. He was traded to Pittsburgh on Saturday, and he made the comments in a text message to CSNPhilly.com that basically Chip Kelly can't relate. Uh, let's see exactly what the quote is here. I want to get it right. Um, let's see. Dead air, dead air, dead air. What's going on? Uncomfortable around grown men of our culture. Now, Brandon Boykin's black. Did he mean that he was racist? That's what I took it as. Okay. Now, yes, he didn't say that. I thought that was veiled. It was coded. I mean, I think we all picked up on that. Especially with the same allegations that Chip Kelly had already been deemed as a racist. Uh, But he clarified his remarks today. He said, he can't relate. And is that what he said? Oh, he then softened what he said and said, I don't feel Chip's a racist. Feel he doesn't relate to players. He's hard to talk to. That's why players are speaking out. I still don't know about all that. Uh, When you're a player, you want to be able to relate to your coach off the field. There were times he just didn't talk to people. You would walk down the hallway. He wouldn't say anything to you. I'm not saying he's a racist in any way. Now, I'm just reading. (laughs) I'm pulling a Francesa here. I'm like reading, reading on the air. Um, I still think that's what he meant. He got called out and he sort of changed his tune. And listen, you got to be careful with race. You got to be careful with race. You could ruin someone's life. I, I, what I think. And what he may actually mean is that Chip Kelly seems like a guy who sort of does things his own way regardless of what your color is. He kind of seems like an asshole to some, not just some, but a lot of people. So I don't think Brandon Boykin should be that offended by that. Uh, Let's see. What else we got going in the NFL? Uh, The Hard Knocks will be coming soon. So get your J.J. Watt uh, fill for all you can. That should be interesting. They're much like the Jets. Good defense. And, uh, well, not so much uh, in the quarterback department. I don't even know who, who are their receivers now. DeAndre uh, Hopkins and I got Andre Johnson left. Is Arian Foster still there? Yeah, he's still there. What am I talking about? But uh, Des Bryant got into a fight with somebody today. And, you know, <laughs> that's sensational news because all the football mongos want football to start. And... Hey, guess what? It's a violent game. We all go, we expect violence. These guys aren't going to be pussyfooting around in training camp. It's hot. They're going to be angry. You want fights, as long as it's not like excessive, crazy brawls every day. But you want some anger. You want some pushing and shoving after that whistle blows. You want these guys getting angry. It's a violent game. And it's violent for our pleasure to see them destroy each other, ruin their lives. No, I'm just kidding. All right, uh, that's the podcast today. Um... It's hot, so I'm going to end it right now. As always, you can listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, uh, what else, YouTube, and uh, you can follow me at BrianBuck13, and you can always subscribe to the show. No, you better subscribe to the show, because every once in a while, and you might have missed it last week, there was a podcast on Thursday. Did you miss that? You didn't, dis- you didn't subscribe. You missed it. How are you going to be smart at all your parties? How are you going to be smart when you're sitting there at, 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 at some backyard thing and you say, hey, hey you know, you can use this joke. Well, guess what? You're not going to have any material. Someone else is going to already listen to the podcast and use that. You're going to miss your chance. Sucks to be you. So you're going to subscribe. And you'll never miss an episode because, hey, hey, boom. That's me. Yeah. 
You want to know when it comes out. All right, enough's enough. Um, And as always, leave a review. Thank you very much. That is the podcast. I'm out of here. We'll help you try to find the father. We will. And we will help you provide for that child. You hear me? We will give you formula. Okay? We'll give you formula so you can feed that child. Bed. Okay? All right?